Welcome to Portland's Afternoon News here on FM News 101 KXL. I'm Tim Lance, topping the news, a day of remembrance in Ridgefield as a community comes together to say goodbye to a Vancouver police officer killed in the line of duty. KXL's Jim Ferretti has our story. Officer Donald Sahota was laid to rest this afternoon following a public memorial service in Ridgefield. Don was my friend, and the Sahota family is my friend, and I love you guys, and I want you to know something. You'll never be alone unless you want to. I want you guys to know that while Don has fallen, he remains alive in our hearts, and we will carry him and we will not forget. I'm truly devastated by the loss of Don. I have no words to fill the void that he has left behind other than I am so sorry for our loss. He reminded me to spend time uh, with family and hold on tightly to them because family is more important than anything. Don was genuine, with no guile. I trusted and respected him from the beginning. I do take comfort in knowing that this is not goodbye forever. Rather, this is more of a see you later to Don. We'll see him again someday. But until then, we miss you, buddy. Officer Don Sahota, 10-7, out of service. A true public servant, ending his watch, January 29, 2022. Officer Sahota was at his home and off-duty the night of January 29th when an armed robbery suspect entered his property. During a struggle, Officer Sahota was stabbed several times by the suspect. Then he was shot and killed by a Clark County deputy who mistook him for that suspect. Jim Ferretti, FM News 101. And right now, 4.05 on FM News 101 KXL. Even though Oregon officials say they plan to end mask mandates, it's still unclear what Washington State is planning on doing. KXL's Zachary Barnes has more. After KXL News reached out to the Washington State Department of Health, we were deferred to Governor Jay Inslee's office. In a statement, Inslee's communication director said, Our office continues tracking hospitalizations, cases, and deaths. While those numbers are still high, we're optimistic these trends will continue to decline to a point we can revisit masking requirements in the near future. End quote. The surge in Omicron may be over, as the state saw a peak of about 19,000 cases on January 14th to nearly 2,000 fewer cases just four days later, and has continued to trend downward since. Nearly 80% of the state's eligible population has received at least one dose of the COVID vaccine as of the end of January. Zachary Barnes, FM News 101. The state Republican lawmakers seem opposed to a proposal to give farm workers a right to overtime pay. KXL's Mike Turner was monitoring the Oregon House session and reports they lined up early against it. A public hearing is scheduled for this evening on a bill that would extend overtime rights to agricultural workers. State Representative Anna Scharf is a farmer as well as a Republican legislator. She says state regulations have already forced them to cut back the number of workers on their farm. All of this because of required regulations and wages that have already been implemented by this body. We don't hire people at minimum wage and we challenge any farm, you, to find any farm that does or can even hire today. Most non-farm hourly workers in Oregon receive overtime pay if they work more than a 40-hour week. Advocates for lawmakers say a change is long overdue for agricultural workers. 
Seven states have already approved some form of overtime for farm workers. Mike Turner, FM News 101. And a quick note for you. Gas prices up eight cents nationwide since last week, but Oregon is bucking that trend, only up a penny. Still, we're at three ninety-three a gallon. Washington drivers now are paying three ninety-five. Those are the third and fourth highest prices in the nation. AAA says geopolitical t- tensions surrounding Russia and whether or not they will invade Ukraine are driving the prices of crude oil up, and now it's at $90 per barrel. Rip City today saying goodbye to C.J. McCollum. KXL's Grant Mackill has the full story. The Blazers today traded the longtime star guard along with Larry Nance Jr. and Tony Snell to New Orleans for four players and draft picks. John Canzano on our sister station 750 The Game says the move was all about money. We have seen salary cap friendly moves. Now, if you're a Blazer fan, I do not blame you for being frustrated. And he believes the team will now focus on rebuilding around Damian Lillard, which he doesn't know if that's a good idea. The timeline of Damian Lillard may not fit the timeline of the Trailblazers in this rebuild. The New Look Blazers host Orlando tonight at Moda Center. Grant McHill, FM News 101. And I'm Tim Lance here on Portland's Afternoon News with you. It's 410 on FM News 101 KXL. And coming up at 416, if you like to throw a party for the big game every year, there's something you should know this year. Expect to pay a lot more for that grilling that you're going to do. We're going to tell you why your menu might look a lot different. Then, some good news for cancer patients who are fearing the worst if they contract COVID-19. It's at the top of the list of the five things you need to know today, coming up at 419. Stay connected to Portland's Afternoon News on FM News 101 KXL. So what do you think? Is a Super Bowl party any good if you're not serving burgers and hot dogs and steaks? That may be what you have to settle for this year. Tim Lance here with you on Portland's Afternoon News, FM News 101, KXL. So Jeff Austin's over in the traffic center. And Jeff, I'm not going to ask you about traffic right now, but have you ever thrown a Super Bowl party? I have. Okay. So, I mean, you come from, you spent some time in, in Dallas, have you? Oh, yeah, most okay. of my life. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what I thought. All right, so big Cowboys guy, and you've thrown a party or two. So uh, it's going to cost, if you were to do that now, it's going to cost more to throw a Super Bowl party this year. In fact, they are saying 8 to 14% more than 2021. Here's Wells Fargo Chief Agricultural Economist, Dr. Michael Swanson. You know, what we're going to expect this year with the Super Bowl is that you're going to find some bargains, especially around chips and guacamole and some fresh fruits and vegetables. But steak, hamburgers, and chicken wings, it's going to be very expensive this year. As for the drinks? You know, in the cooler, what we're going to see this year is beer is up about 4 to 5% from a year ago. Compared to overall inflation, that's on the low side. And the same with wine. Wine's up about 4 to 5% as well. See, the deal here is that we have the food. It's just that we're having problems in the factories because of, of a lack of, of uh, workers. Mm-hmm. And we don't have the truckers to get it where it needs to go. So if you're going to throw a party, you might be stuck with uh, fruits and veggies as the main item. Is that an American or what? That is. But, you know, I'm kind of <laughs> thinking of tap water and ramen noodles. Time for the five things you need to know today. Brought to you by Maiden Real Estate. Luxury service, exceptional results. Maiden Real Estate. Number five. Adele's appearance at the Brit Awards 2022 is sparking engagement rumors. That's because when she walked out onto the red carpet, she had a massive diamond ring on her ring finger. Well, fans wasted no time speculating online whether or not the star is engaged 
engaged to sports agent boyfriend Rich Paul. By the way, she recently squashed rumors on Instagram about relationship problems with Paul, too. Number four. The White House is backing efforts by Capitol Hill staffers to form a union. Today, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki saying President Biden is behind their efforts. She did not say whether White House officials have been in contact with Capitol Hill officials about the plans. Number three. Americans appear to be piling up record debt. Figures from New York's Federal Reserve show consumer debt topped $15 trillion just last year. A surge in home mortgages accounted for much of the increase with auto loans, credit card debt, and student loans also adding to it. Number two. We're getting a look at texts from one of the parents of the alleged deadly Michigan school shooter, Ethan Crumbly. Among the messages that came out in court today, the mother of the accused shooter wrote that her son can't be left alone. She also texted her boss at the time of the killings and said Ethan did it and pleaded for her job by saying, please don't judge me for what my son did. Ethan's parents are charged with involuntary manslaughter. And now, number one. Some good news today for cancer patients at risk of getting COVID-19. The new study shows patients who were receiving or had completed treatment experienced the same low-risk side effects when taking Pfizer's vaccine as non-cancer patients. Lead author Dr. Eric Horowitz hopes that this offers reassurance. What the study showed was, in fact, cancer patients are no different than non-cancer patients in how they react to these vaccines and that it really absolutely is safe. And those are the five things that you need to know today.